Welcome to the first Buffalo Bills post-game show of 2023. Let's talk about the Bills falling in overtime, 22-16. to 16. How are we feeling, Bills Mafia? Let's talk about it. Welcome to Sports for Beginners, the show where we cover our favorite teams, sports media, and other topics. I am your host, Scott McGregor, so let's get ready to hit the field. Welcome, everybody, to Buffalo Bills Football on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. This is the post-game show. I am your host, Scott McGregor, host of the pre-game show, as well as the podcast in general. We're going to hear from Sean McDermott and our QB1 in Josh Allen in just a few minutes but before we do and before we get down to business big big news breaking as we come on the air here aaron Rodgers, who was hurt by a sack taken down by the one and only leonard floyd who I'm pretty sure we will probably hear from later in this program. Uh, I got to check to see if he did speak with the media. Probably did. Maybe he didn't. I do know that head coach McDermott did speak to the media. Josh Allen did speak to the media. Uh, let's see. We've yep. We will have to. We will have a chance to hear from Floyd, Deion Dawkins, Mitch Morse, and Dawson Knox. All of which spoke to the media after the 22 to 16 loss and uh uh let me just start here before I get into Aaron Rodgers' big news that has just broken out across many net, across many um Many net, many uh, reliable sources, including CBS Sports, which is where I'm going to read uh, the the news that they have for you via my phone in just a moment. But let me just ask you, Bills Mafia. First of all, I want to ask Bills Mafia, what did we just witness? Second question: While you're thinking about that, is how are we feeling? How is Bill's Mafia feeling? I want to check in with you all after everything that we just witnessed on Monday night. All right. So, 
so those are my two questions for today on tuesday september 12 2023 the recording of the first 2023 buffalo bills post game show and we begin with the top story aaron Rodgers injury update an mri reveals jets quarterback suffered a complete tear of his achilles tendon so it looks like aaron Rodgers' season is over before it can even get started Here's what Jordan Diajani reports as of 15 hours ago on CBS Sports. New York Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers' 2023 season appears to be over. It even to be appears to be over. It ever really got started. So it never really got started, but just as fast as the season gets started for the Jets, Aaron Rodgers is out for the year. That's a tough loss. Happy Victory Tuesday to all of you Jets fans. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. That is what you... We'll be hearing from Jets fans, especially the Locked On Jets podcast, but they win the game in overtime with a cost that we have found out via an MRI that Aaron Rodgers will no longer play football this season. Well, maybe he will find his way back but as of right now it looks like his season is over he will find his way back i hope but again as of right now it looks like his season is over it continues on by saying after the quarterback was injured in on his fourth play of the year, head coach Robert Saley told reporters following the Jets' 2022-16 overtime victory over the Buffalo Bills that they feared that the four-time NFL MVP for his acute for his the four-time NFL MVP tore his Achilles and. That is what was ultimately discovered following an MRI on Tuesday. Jonathan Jones for CBS Sports NFL Insider reports and head coach of the New York Jets, John, uh, Robert Staley, excuse me, says it's not good. So Robert Saley says it's not good. And I I would have to agree. The report has so much more to get to there, but I'll read this last part here. The injury will be season ending on the Jets' first drive Monday night 
Monday night, Rodgers was injured and helped off the field by trainers. After a visit to the Blue Medical Tent, he was carted to the locker room. After initially being labeled as questionable to return with an ankle injury, he was later downgraded to out. The Jets announced that his x-rays were negative. Leonard Floyd would be the case to send him out of the game. I did like the hit, but I have to say it I, I gotta say It really sucks for the Jets to win a game when their four-time NFL MVP MVP goes down before he can even get through one series that tallied four snaps. All right, we'll break down in our game summary in just a second. We'll break it all down in just a second. But before we do, I want to turn our attention right now to Buffalo Bills quarterback. I want to turn the attention right now to the Bills quarterback, RQB1, Josh Allen. We'll take you there in just a second. So, lady, but again, ladies and gentlemen, here as we await this to go away here, as you can see on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, obviously this is going to be audio for this season. We'll see what happens uh, the rest of the way, but this is not a good loss for the Bills. And we're about to hear from the man that quoted, we're about to hear from the man that quoted saying he is the reason the team was or the team were yeah the team lost this game ladies and gentlemen here is the man himself josh allen for turnovers um was that something he did or is that just you maybe forcing the ball trying to force the ball in a little bit yeah trying to force the ball um <sighs> yeah, same sh same place, different day. Is it, is it? I mean, what do you got to do to get get it on track? Yeah, I mean, mindset wise, just trusting what I see and sticking with it, and not trying to force anything. And um, it's a good defense we played, but you know, we can't play two guys. Can't play them and us. And I played us tonight, and. I know it's fresh, Josh, right? But, like, this is something we had talked about. You had made it a point to say you were going to try and make a concerted effort to limit the turnovers this year. 
maybe what are you seeing or not seeing, and, and maybe take me inside that comment. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm going out there and, and trying to trying to throw interceptions. Um, yeah, I guess we'll we'll find out on tape and try to correct it. And got to correct it fast. We got a short week and can't let this uh, this game turn into two. Can you take us through just what happened on the fumble too? Yeah, just kind of slipped through my hands. We had a motion. I went to grab it. I um, was just trying to get yards and um, got, just got hit on multiple sides and just bumped the ball. In the third and three, throw for uh, Gabe, I think it was on the right sideline. Just kind of what you think there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the kid made a good play. Whitehead made a good play on that one. Um, still, I mean, still can miss outside there and. You know, third and three, just knowing the situation. I'm starting on that side, but maybe getting back to the digs running on the shallow there. Josh, when you said us and them, playing us and them, or two people, what were you? What do you mean by that? Can you elaborate on what you mean by that? Yeah, I mean, I can't. I, I hurt our team tonight. I cost our team tonight. And it feels really similar to last year, and I hate that it's the same. I why, do. Why do you think this defense gives everybody on offense so much trouble? Um, I mean, I think their pass rush does a good job of disrupting things. I think they they play smart defense. You know, they don't do a, a whole lot. They're not overcomplicated. Um, you know, I think Mosley's a good player in the middle. Um, they got the ball a few times tonight. It's on me. Josh, when you say you're really similar to last year, I know this was such a point of emphasis. Is, is it more of a surprise of something they did, or is there anything you can kind of pinpoint it on? Uh, again, I'd... Can tell you right now. I got to go watch and, and learn from this one. You know, with the turnovers, was there a feeling that you were still just one knockout punch away, one more score from kind of putting it out of reach? Yeah, I mean, our our, our offense, you know, had no quit. Um, getting two minutes, getting a field goal. You know, Bass kicked a, a heck of a kick there at the end of regulation, um, and gives ourselves a, a chance to win the game in overtime and didn't execute. The other specific one, uh, the first drive of the third quarter, Quinn and Williams had pressure off the middle there. Did that kind of a, you went deep. Did that affect your throw, did you think? Did you put your arm hit? Um, no, it didn't, didn't hit my arm. It may have forced me to make a decision. Um, but again, that's no one's situation, understanding what I can and can't do, and I can't do that there. Why the, uh, in the overtime, second and 15, why, why run the ball there in that situation? Um, I mean, too high shell, just trying to steal some yards back. Josh, you always seem to take it on yourself when things don't go well, but this seems almost more personal in how you feel about how you play. Does this feel different than other games where things haven't gone your way? No, I mean, at the end of the day, I still had a chance to win it, and that's, that's one thing I'll always have is just the confidence to go out there and get it done. And You know, we, we prepared so hard. The effort was there. Our guys played so hard. Defense gave us opportunities. Um, they played a heck of a game, and you know, it sucks when you, know, you feel like you're the reason, and I, I am the reason why we lost tonight. Do you feel yourself pressing at some point, or can you take us into how you're maybe negotiating in between series when the defense is out on the field? What do you need to do mentally to go back out there in the next series? Um, doing too much or thinking, you know, getting too aggressive mindset, or what? how are you handling it or trying to dial it in? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to talk to, to Kyle and Shane on the sideline and Joe and figure out what we can do best going forward and how to control that. At that point, did they kind of snowball or were they all just very separate? The they were separate. Um, and again, I don't think it's 
really anything that they did, and make no mistake, they're they're a heck of a defense. But you know, I I made the decisions. You were having some conversations with Shaw and stuff in between those. What were they telling you to try to get you back on track during those moments? Just to keep trusting myself. Good Rogers, what was the thought when they lose Rogers the fourth play of the game? What do you mean? The thought was got to still continue to play football. Got to still continue to play football. That's that's all you have to do at the end of the day. That's Josh Allen, QB1 of the Bills. Uh, and now, before we wrap this uh, opening segment up, uh, we will hear from Sean McDermott to open up our middle segment. And then we'll hear from other Bills players. But before we get down to our our scoring, I know I've held it off for quite a while, and I don't necessarily do that, but we're going to do it anyways. Um, Josh, I just like you got to correct it quickly because we got the rate we got the Raiders coming in coming into town for our home opener this Sunday. So. I'm not one to disagree with anyone and say this uh, this game uh, happened the way that we didn't want it because I agree with that statement. And the other thing I want to say is I actually fans and I will I will admit this I actually was yelling at the I was yelling at them when it was fourth down and short during overtime and I said go for it go for it go for it that's what I was yelling and they decided to go to Sam Martin and then I started yelling at our guys to try and stop Xavier Gibson who put the nail in the cot Gibson who put the nail in the cob? Who put the nail in the coffin? And sent this game to a Jets victory. You know what? They lost Aaron Rodgers, and today we found out that they've lost Aaron Rodgers for. Pretty much possibly the end of the season. Or the rest of the season to be more specific. Because we just got the season started. But we'll wait and see what happens. It looks like it's a season ending injury. So it doesn't look like we'll see Rodgers the rest of the way. And... uh, You know what? Got to give credit to Xavier Gibson for his 65-yard touchdown to give this Jets team their first win of 2023. 
I really hope the Bills can correct something quick. With that being said, we went over the overtime scoring summary, but let's go over the entire game in regulation before we get back to that overtime score. And it began with Tyler Bass kicking a 40-yard field goal to make it 3-0 Buffalo to start the game. Later, Greg Zerline, after it's 3-0, after the end of the first 15 minutes, in the so after the first quarter, it's Bills 3, Jets 0. Jets 0. Um, the Jets quickly tie it up with a 26-yard field goal from Greg Zerline. And then Josh puts on the gas. He connects with Stefan Diggs for a five-yard touchdown. Bills, Bills are up. Now 10-3. 10-3. Bills. Still second quarter. Bills get the ball again. And this time, Tyler Bass sends us to halftime with another good kick, another good field goal. This time from 34 yards. And at the half, the Bills lead by 10, 13-3. The score at the half. To the second half, where Greg Zerline opened the scoring with a 43-yard field goal, making it Bills 13, Jets 6. And then after the third quarter, where the Bills would would remain with the lead, 13-6. Zach Wilson in for the injured Aaron Rodgers. Short left pass to Garrett Wilson. Touchdown, Jets. And wouldn't you know it, we are tied at 13-13 apiece. But it didn't stop there. Later in the game's fourth quarter, Greg's are line, 30-yard field goal. It's good. And now the Jets have the lead. 16-13 Jets. Lead now. It wouldn't stay that way because of this play. And I'll actually bring that up from the NFL uh, YouTube channel. I'll bring it up here on the play because I want to watch this play again. And I'll show it here. All credit going to NFL YouTube and NFL or and the NFL and the Buffalo Bills for what you're hearing. But uh, I mean, what 
What's going on here? What's going on here? What is going on here? Going to find the play here. The Bills fall to the Jets by a final score of 22 to 16. Again, Sean McDermott coming up in just moments. But ladies and gentlemen, now I want to turn your attention to as we're going over the scoring summary. Now I want to turn your attention to what set the scene for overtime. It's Tyler Bass back at the back at the helm. This time he's got a hit from 50 yards. Here are the men who called it on Monday Night Football, Troy Eggman and Joe Buck. Enjoy. But let me just bring it on here for a second. There we go. I'll stop it share actually for a second, one second. There we go. Now we're back. We're going to do this again. And let's share the football game. There we go. Jets do have a timeout. They don't take it. Bass hits the upright. It's good. They're down. He hits the upright. He hit the upright. Of course, now you're, now we're at 16-16. He hits the upright. We're going to keep it on the highlights here because here comes what's going down after third and 12. We're going to keep the screen going here. Uh, Troy Eggman and Joe Buck in just a moment. We'll bring them back in just a moment. But my God. Okay, here we go. I'm going to throw it now back to Troy Eggman and Joe Buck with the call of 4th and 12, sending this game in overtime to sending this game in overtime to a finish. Enjoy. Sam Martin corrals the snap. It's a short punt. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go. Jets win it. Touchdown. Rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. We made some moves with Chaz Surratt out in front of him delivering the key block. Martin couldn't bring him down. No, he couldn't bring him down.
No, he couldn't. There's the final highlight. There's the game. Summary game balls coming up in just a moment. But, ugh. Ugh. We just, we so had that game. We had the game, but, you know, never say you have a game when you don't have it. Never say you have it when you don't. Just, just don't. Just, just straight up don't. Straight up, just don't say it. Just don't. Just don't say it. Just don't. All right. Wrapping up our opening segment here. You know what? I said we were going to hear from Sean McDermott. And we are going to hear from McDermott. But we will hear from McDermott when we open up the middle segment. But coming up now, let's hear from the man who is who the from the man who was responsible for responsible for taking out uh Aaron Rodgers on that sack that he had let's uh send you to Leonard Floyd Leonard Floyd post game after the game and after the Aaron Rodgers hit Here's Leonard Floyd from Buffalo right after the game. And what happened from your perspective on that play? Uh, from my perspective, uh, and Aaron, was, he still had the ball. I'm like, Aaron, please still hold the ball. And I sat him. I guess he got hurt. I didn't realize he got hurt until later in the game when he didn't come back in. But felt good to make a sack for the team at that time. What do you think happened on the first play of the game long run and then later when Brees gets loose again for the 80 yards? Uh, just got to be better on defense, man. It's our job to stop the offense. Their offense from scoring. Uh, just got to be better with our execution. What was the field defensively once Aaron went out? Still same game plan or did anything change? Uh, obviously, the game plan changed a little bit. You got more of a running type of quarterback with a second screen guy. Uh, but we stayed with our game plan. We fought hard and played hard on defense. Just got to be better towards the end to win the game. I guess anything specific to you, it seems like. No, no, you got gotten a bit of a flow during the game. Did it feel like confident in this defense? Like, how do you think overall this defense played tonight? I think we play. I think we play well, uh, but it's also always things you can fix, correct. Uh, I come in tomorrow, watch the film, and uh, just get coached on the mistakes we made. And uh, gotta realize it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, we might have lost this first game, but we can get on the road next week. Thanks, Leonard. Thank you, Leonard. All right. Well. There it is from the man who was responsible for taking out Aaron Rodgers. You know what? You know what? I I, want to go back to that for one second. And listen to what Leonard said 
after the hit. Listen to what Leonard said after this hit. I'm like, Aaron, please still hold the ball. And I sat him. I guess he got hurt. I didn't realize he got hurt until later in the game when he didn't come back in. But it felt good to make a sack for the team at that time. What do you think happened on the first play? So there we go. He didn't realize. Sorry, he didn't know that Aaron got hurt. And he's like, I guess he got hurt. Well, yeah, he did. All right. That's it. That's Leonard Floyd. Still a few more bills to get to. And we're going to open up our game ball segment, our middle our middle segment of this post-game show with Sean McDermott coming up. And of course, we will hear from other remaining Buffalo Bills players that we are able to hear from, including Mitch Morse, Dawson Knox, Deion Dawkins, and so much more. Lots more to come here on a losing edition of Buffalo Bills football, Buffalo Bills postgame. We did have a script written for this episode and, of course, this show. I've been going off of that script. I actually haven't used anything in that script, but that's okay. I mean, I kind of would have. But anyways, week one is in the books. And when we come back after a quick break and a word from Broadcast Math, Sean McDermott, game balls of the game, player of the game, play of the day, and more from Buffalo. We will hear from Mitch Morse, Deion Dawkins, Dawson Knox, and, and that will pretty much do it for people we have to hear from. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, after this word from, and when we come back after this word from Broadcast Map, we are going to talk more Buffalo Bills and Jets. Get you ready for Raiders versus Bills. Our week two matchup. Let you know what's going to be going on in terms of a pregame. Show that we're probably going to do the day before game day. Which is Sunday. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Coming up later in the final segment. Also we're going to do some attendance stuff. Before we sign off. And we're wrapping up with. Final thoughts on the game. Set up. Thursday night football for week two. But we've recapped the game. 
Our game balls from Monday night's game are next after this word. And more post-game reaction from Buffalo, from the Buffalo side of the field. Right after this word from Broadcast Map. You're listening to Buffalo Bills football on Sports for Beginners. The Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen play here. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams? Listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. Now, let's take you back to the action. To the rink and field we go. We find Scott McGregor. Obviously didn't play our best game tonight. Um, you know, it was, we made it honestly pretty hard on ourselves. We had to turn the ball over four times. Um, it's hard to win in this league, and you're, all, you're playing two opponents, the one on the other sideline and yourself, and that's what we did tonight. Um, and that's not, that's not the right formula to win games in the NFL. Um, all three phases, right? So you got you to play complimentary football, and we didn't do that either tonight. Um, so we got to make the adjustments we have to make and uh, get ourselves ready in a short week here. Sean, it's, um, you know, I mean, it's kind of become a trend that their defense has really had its way with their offense. Can you explain what they do so well that gives Josh so much trouble? No, they got, I give them credit, they've got good players um, in terms of, and they fly around, they play, they play fast, they don't do a lot um, schematically, but they play fast and other assignments um, and do a good job, so give them credit. At the end of the day, they won the game. Um, but when you turn the ball over four times, um, again, that's... Getting back to Sean McDermott in just a moment. Uh, apologies there for a little bit of a sports ad in just a second. Getting back to Sean McDermott, but we will continue to keep you on our... We will continue to keep you in the full screen area of... Uh, of the program we'll continue to keep it on there for you john mcdermott speaking to the media welcome everyone back to buffalo bills post game show the post game show is on we really hope that you guys are enjoying it a losing edition of buffalo of the a losing edition of the show today uh, you hate to lose. You hate to lose. Let me just make that clear. You hate to lose. All right. We're going to play Sean McDermott from the start again. Even though we ran into an ad, we'll probably run into a few ads while we're hearing from McDermott. But that'll give us time. That'll give us time to... That will give us time 
to give our game balls of the game. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, turning the attention right back now to head coach John McDermott. When ready. We're waiting and 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 waiting. All right, I'm going to refresh our page here and see what we can get. See what we can get. Obviously, didn't play our best game tonight. Um, you know, it was, we made it honestly pretty hard on ourselves. We had to turn the ball over four times. Um, it's hard to win in this league, and you're, all, you're playing two opponents on the other sideline yourself, and that's what we did tonight. Um, and that's not, that's not the right formula to win games in the NFL. Um, all three phases, right? So you got you to play complimentary football, and we didn't do that either tonight. Um, so we got to make the adjustments we have to make and uh, get ourselves ready in a short week here. Ron, it's, you know, I mean, it's kind of a public trust, but we're in the defense. We really have this great with your offense. Can you explain what they do so well that gives Josh so much trouble? Well, they've got, I give them credit, they've got good players um, in terms of, and they fly around, they play, they play fast, they don't do a lot. Um, schematically, but they play fast and other assignments. Um, they do a good job, so give them credit. At the end of the day, they won the game. Um, but when you turn the ball over four times, um, again, that's uh, we beat ourselves too. Josh had talked about Sean in the offseason making a, an effort to limit turnovers, and he expressed frustration and pointed the finger at himself in here, as you probably would expect with some of the decision-making, throwing into coverage, that that sort of a thing. I know you haven't looked at the film yet, but but can you at least diagnose some of that and ID what, what might be going on there? Yeah, I mean, he knows. He knows uh, he can play better. I know he's capable of playing better. He's, he's capable of playing smarter as well. Um, and, we, and he's got to do that for us to, number one, stay healthy, and then number two, uh, to take care of the football. He's more than capable of doing that. Even with the turnovers and stuff, it's all, you're still right in the game. It's almost it's eerily reminiscent of the games last year where you have to actually help opponents beat you. Like, that's the only way teams can beat your guys, if you guys help them. And I know you said that at the top, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, we make, we make it, we've made it hard. Um, on ourselves, right? Not setting ourselves up with good in good field position, and then um, you know helping them with good field position. When the, usually when you turn the ball over, it's it's very rarely you know you're not pinning them down on a whole lot, right? So it's it's the whole formula of all three phases feeding one another and and setting each other up. And um, I mean, go across the league when you and I don't know the stats this week, this past week, but week one in the NFL. Um, you know, tell me who, who lost a turnover battle and won, right? In this case, we lost four to one on the turnover end of things. So, um, look, it's an entire team. It's, it's not just one person. It starts with uh, us as a coaching staff and making sure we're putting the players in the proper position and then taking care of the football. Um, I thought we did some good things tonight at times, and then there's other times where there's just too much, um, too much handing them the game at times. Was there, you had pinned them down at the four, was they go to three tight ends, was there any consideration to go into base defense? I know you used the big, yeah. brought Tyler in bigger, a little bit bigger. Yeah, uh, we just, we, we were out of ga out of our gaps there on that long run. Uh, we had an eight-man front defense. Um, 
we, we were we were misaligned a little bit there, and um, it's something we'll learn from. John, the, uh, in overtime, you got the penalty to start the drive, and then it's, it's second and 15. Why, why a running play in that situation? They're putting you in... Put you in a third and long there. Yeah, I really felt like most of the night, we our first down efficiency wasn't great. Uh, we were off schedule. Um, and, and when you're against a good defense, it's it's hard to come back from being off schedule. you got to stay on schedule. First down efficiency is important. So you stay ahead of the chains and, and in the favorable third down or second down situations to set up a third down. Um, so you stay two-dimensional and as an offense. And that's where it's harder as a as a defense to, to know what you're about to do. But when you're off schedule and you're in the, in the gun and you're and you're uh, in the drop back game, that's that's an unhealthy thing. Whether you're running or throwing, and um, you know, obviously the, the goal was there to, to get more than we got out of it uh, in that run in particular, but um, just just not enough on schedule offense. Sean, in the preseason, there were, there were special teams issues in the preseason. I understand the personnel is different, but how much of a concern is this a trend as opposed to just one bad cover tonight? Yeah, no, it's a concern. Um, I have confidence in those guys and coach and. Um, you know, I didn't feel like I, I just didn't feel like we were populated enough down there. There, there just wasn't enough bodies down there um, on that last one I'm talking about. And um, give them credit; that was a good return, but uh, not enough population around the ball, probably more than anything. It's the first game of the season. It's Monday night football. There's a lot of anticipation. It's Aaron Rodgers, and then it's not. Did that change anything from your perspective? Obviously, the fans had a different reaction, but when he leaves the game, was that? How does that change? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, with all due respect to, to Zach, they're, they're two different quarterbacks just from experience alone, right? So, um, and that's when you're saying, hey, we're up 13, 13 3, I think it was at halftime. And you're saying, take care of the football, be smart. Um, and we weren't smart. And again, that's. No, they weren't smart. All right. Back to McDermott in just. A few moments. They were not smart. We're going to go back to McDermott in a few moments. And uh, before we get back to McDermott, it's time to do some game ball. So we're going to get right back to Sean McDermott in just a moment. But time to get to some game balls of the game. And while we do that, I'd like to remind everybody that you can please feel free to send us your feedback whenever the shows get posted via voice message at the link that will be in the description of every audio episode. We'll try to put it in our uh, YouTube episodes as well. Also, I do want to mention you can like, comment, and subscribe with your feedback. You can also give us a rating on the audio platforms. If you use Apple, a review would also be nice. Let us know what we're doing well, what we're doing, what we can improve on. Uh, if you're on Spotify, a five star rating or anything like that would be nice. Uh, this is my first, this is my second year doing this, but first, but kind of first full year doing the podcast stuff. So I'm learning as I go. Uh, okay. So let's get quickly down to game balls and we're going to give 
uh, one out to each team. And the first one is going to go out to the Jets. And the player being selected, Quincy Williams. I'm going to call, I'm doing, he was called Quincy Williams, but I'm calling him Quinnen Williams. Quinnen Williams at a reception for him in the game. And, oh, I mean, this dude, this dude had, this dude had, like, this dude had a fumble recovery. He was all over the score, he was all over the score sheet. Even when it came to defense, he had Josh's number all game long. He had the Bills number all game long. For Buffalo. You know what? Not bad for your first. Not bad for your first look at what real football looks like. Uh, Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid looked pretty well. Looked pretty good. He made four receptions on the four targets that he was gifted, and he caught all of them. He averaged six point five yards a catch for twenty six yards. No touchdown. Nine yards was his longest yardage. And you know what? Not bad, Dalton Kincaid. Not bad. I was impressed. So a recap here: Quinnen Williams getting the. Game ball of the game for the Jets and Dalton Kincaid getting the game ball for the Bills. Right now, before we continue with this middle segment here, let's continue hearing from the man that opened the pro that opened this middle segment. Let's continue hearing from head coach Sean McDermott. Sean, we're gonna throw it back to you. Sean is speaking to the media after. Monday night's game with what he has to say about how they played as we get ready. Deion Dawkins and Dawson Knox coming up with Mitch Morris as well. And then pretty much that will lead us to getting ready for week two on Thursday when we will set it where we will set up Thursday night's game for week two. But we're also setting up Jets and Bill's next opponent for week two. That will be our final segment. Perhaps we'll get to Mitch Morse in the final segment. We'll see. Maybe we'll hear from everybody here, but let's not waste any more time now that our game balls are out of the way. And 
give you the rest of Sean McDermott's press conference. You shoot yourself in the foot, it's hard to win games. When you Well, I mean, I'm telling him you gotta we gotta be smarter and, and he knows better and um can't do that. And the coaches are doing the same and listen, he's hard on himself. You guys know him, he's hard on himself. Uh he wants to win and sometimes that's that's what at times uh gets the best of him, right? And and so just taking what the defense gives you and that's a good defense again and they make you you know, when they play the way that they do, they make you do things that you don't want to do, but it can't be to that extent like it was tonight. Um, so and we got to learn from this um, and bounce back on a short week here. Sean, going back to the punt that led to the game-winning touchdown, it looked like you had it covered along the right, but the punt came off to the left. What was your perspective on that? Yeah, you know, I think the punt ended up in the middle of the field, um, somewhere between the hashes, if I'm not mistaken, or around there, and uh, that's not usually a good formula when the ball ends up down the middle of the field. So uh, we'll have to look at that and, um, you know, look at it on tape and know specifically. Um, you never want the ball usually kicked down the middle. You usually want it, you know, outside the numbers, either either sideline. Sean, was there any consideration to kicking the ball in overtime given the rules? Yeah, I mean, we, we always think about, hey, you know, different things. Regulation, obviously, or regular season is obviously different than the, than the, than the postseason now. And, um, but we had an opportunity to go win the game, and we didn't get it done. Sean, what's your message to the team, man? Yeah, learn, we've got to learn from this. It is, like I've told you guys, it's, it's one game, um, but, it, but we have to learn fast because it's a short week in particular get our to get their bodies back and, and their minds back, ready to go at home this week against a good football team. And um, so, but they've, we've got to learn from this. We talk, we talk about it a lot. And... Uh, um, you know, it's, again, it's hard to win in this league when you turn the ball over four times. Um, you talked about Josh being hard on himself, and he talked a lot this offseason about wanting to make better decisions and not turn the ball over. How do you kind of make sure this doesn't become a trend or he doesn't get too in his head about nights like tonight? Well, it's a journey. Um, it's a long season in the NFL, and unfortunately sometimes you have to be reminded of these things, um, and it hurts with a loss, right? Um, and so... I mean, it's a constant, constant reminder of uh, during the, during the week of hey, take care of the football, take the football away. That wins games when you do that, and um, or in this case, it it loses games. So uh, we just make it made it awfully hard on ourselves tonight. Sean, do you ever? I mean, it's one game, right? I, I get it. And he has a he's been resilient with some adversity. And you ever worry about his confidence? Sure. Yeah. I mean, everyone, everyone. Um, mentally is up and down it's like i said the journey of a season so um he's just i mean he's an he's an extremely competitive young man that that wants to be the best and um and so um he's just got to use what he has around him and and um and i I thought the drive at the end was phenomenal right and the end of, end of regulation there was phenomenal with uh, the rhythm we were in uh, the he made. Um, I thought the protection was pretty good as well, and and um, I mean I thought that was a heck of a drive to go tie the game, and then T T Bass made a great kick. Um, so that's what he's capable of, and um, you know now it's just about getting everybody back in the right spot. So coach, just to be clear, it wasn't Sam out kicking the coverage; it was just 
getting bodies yeah, down I, the field. Well, I, I got to go look at it, Chris. Okay. To, to, I mean, you're talking about a punt at this point, right? I know it was somewhere down, down the middle on, on the on the uh, on the catch. So, um, where I'm standing, there's a scrum of people trying to trying to get to the ball carry, and there's a wall of people, and it's hard to see exactly where everyone was or wasn't. So we got to diagnose that on on the film here. Sean, going back to what you said about being off schedule, how much do you think that contributed to the turnover? Yeah, I mean, if you, if you study turnovers around the around the NFL, around the game, a lot of turnovers take place when you're off schedule, when you're behind the sticks or what we call in the red. Um, and uh, that's not a good place to be. And so when you're in that, those situations, you've got to be smart knowing that, hey, uh, pretty much a one-dimensional offensive thought in those situations, but they know it's one-dimensional also. And so you just got to be smart with the ball and, and um, and don't put yourself uh, or the ball in harm's way. Don't put yourself in harm's way. There's Sean McDermott. There it is. There it is. And that will bring us to some quick final thoughts here on the middle segment as I unshare the screen here for the moment. Uh, before we wrap up the middle segment, hearing from Mitch Moore's Deion Dawkins and leading off, uh, we will get to Dawson Knox. He will lead us off here. We'll get to Dawson in just a second. Before we do, final thoughts here for me are, you know what? You know what? It was a rough day for all of us. For me, I'm I'm trying to put shows together for you to listen to when I can. Uh, it was a rough day for for all of us, and uh, I want to give a shout out to the Buffalo Bisons, and of course, uh, Ernie Clement. Ernie, Ernie, though the boys didn't didn't uh win last night as head coach Sean McDermott said it's only one game but we got to learn from this even Josh Allen said that we got that he that he's got to be better regardless of what you think about it the Bills lost the turnover battle. There were some good, there was some bad, and then there was just the ugly, as, as I'll call it. And a, and, a, and a perfect example is the play of the game that we showed you in the opening segment when we were after we had heard from Josh Allen and we uh, heard from Leonard Floyd as well earlier in that opening segment, we um, we we brought you jo Joe Buck and uh, Troy Aikman. We brought you the two men, uh, Troy Aikman and uh, Joe Buck, who had the call of Monday Night Football. And uh, we showed you Tyler Bass's doink, tying 
field goal from 50 yards. And uh, shortly after that, Sam Martin punt. Xavier Gibson takes the game to the house. And that's the ball game. All right. Quick final thoughts here. We're going to get to more final thoughts in the final segment after a word from Take Another Look. But before we get to Take Another Look's commercial break, I do want to bring in Dawson Knox. And we're going to hear from Mitch Morris before we sign off from the final segment. But to wrap up here, we're going to bring you Dawson Knox. And, of course, Dion Dawkins is coming up. Right now, let's send you to... Let's send you right now to... As I share the screen again, let's send you right now to Dawson Knox speaking to the media after the game. A lot of football left. I'm not sure if you were asking. Josh really took this on himself in the post game. Said he hurt the team as that way. Um, what do you say to him? I mean, you know him as well as anybody. When he's he's he was pretty hard on himself in there. Yeah, it's never on one person. I mean, that's what great leaders do is take it upon himself. And um, he knows there's things we all got to work on. But it's never just on one person. It's never just on him. But that's kind of the nature of this business. You know, big wins, he'll get the credit, and big losses, he'll take the credit also. But um, a lot of things we all can work on. So it's the first game, we're, you know, we're going to get the film, we're going to get corrections, we'll be back. He referenced it resembling last yeah, year in terms of the matchup with this defense. And I know carryover between seasons could be a fleeting thing, but it seems like they give you guys a difficult time, and the point totals would suggest that. Is there something about them that stands out to you in terms of the matchup, what they're able to do to limit you guys offensively? Um, you know, they just got a lot of talent. Um, their D-line's great. Um, you know, anytime you can affect the quarterback, um, it makes it easier on your secondary, too, but they got talent back there as well. So, um, thankfully, we get to see them at least once more. Um, you know, like Miami last year, we got to see them three times. So, you never know with this uh, rivalry. But, um, again, first game of the year, a lot of, a lot of good stuff to learn from. Um, we'll be moving on in 24 hours. Thanks. 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 There's Dawson Knox and taking us to break and taking another look. Ladies and gentlemen, taking us to break here as we continue to be in a shared screen. Uh, taking us to break here. We're going to break off with Dion Dawkins before, after we give our final thoughts and get ready for Raiders versus Bills and the Jets next opponent that they will face which will be on Sunday against Dallas we will tee all of that up when we continue on the program but taking us out to but taking us out to taking us out to our final break of the day where we will hear from Taking us out to our final break of the day, where we will hear from Taking the Taking the Look, the podcast. 
we will now be hearing from Dion Do from Dion Dawkins. Dion Dawkins, ladies and gentlemen, the floor is now Dion Dawkins. Let's hear what Dawkins had to say after this loss. From early in your career to now, just tough, tough loss and understanding that it's Indeed, that's just the way it goes. All right. Quick word from Take Another Look. And then Bill's post game. 2023 opener edition. Wraps up. You're listening to the Buffalo Bills football content on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. I am Scott McGregor, and we'll be right back to wrap this up after a word from Take Another Look. The Bills fall to the Jets 22-16 on Monday night. Back to wrap it up and get ready for Raiders versus Bills. Right after this word from Take Another Look. We will be right back. Take Another Look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo. Two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Now, let's take you back to the action. To the rink and field we go. We find Scott McGregor. Welcome back to 
the program for Buffalo Bills post game on the Buffalo Bills podcast network on Sports for Beginners. I am your host, Scott McGregor. Oh, I, I mean, we need to check our pulse here, but you know what? No, we don't need to check the pulse. No, no, we don't need to. As you heard at the end of the Deion Dawkins interview that we were showing you there, uh, as he meant as he met with the media, he was saying it's hard to win in the NFL. It's hard to win in the NFL. We would love to win every game. We would love to win and score a thousand points every game. But it's the NFL. It's the hardest sport to win in. You win some, you lose some. So Dion makes a lot of great points there. Speaking of a lot of great points, now, the moment we've been waiting for, we're about to get ready for Raiders versus Bills. We're about to get ready for Cowboys versus Jets. And we are going to set you up for Thursday night, September 14th, 2023. Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook's former team taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. We will set that up in just a moment. But just a reminder, you can watch the Buffalo Bills if you're a Bills fan, and obviously most of you listening to this are. Well, okay, maybe most of you are. I don't know how many people are Bills fans. But anyways, Bills fans, you can watch the Buffalo Bills on CBS at 1 p.m. Eastern against the Las Vegas Raiders at home looking to bounce back from this loss tonight. You can also hear it on WGR 550, the Buffalo Bills radio network. If you're in Canada, if they are bringing it to you, you probably will be able to hear it on the alternate station of Sportsnet 590 The Fan, which is where you could have heard last night's game on the alt station. The New York Jets also on CBS. They play at 4.25 p.m. Eastern Time in Dallas. Against a team that is coming off a huge victory. A huge victory. Over the... New York Giants. Forty to zero, the final score. 
And this just in as we are setting things up here, and we're going to hear from Mitch Morse in just a moment. We have a statement coming from the Buffalo Bills, a statement from Bills owner Terry Pagula. So I'll read you what Terry has here uh, in the statement here. But basically, this is what he says. The statement attributed to me in Mr. Trotter's complaint is absolutely false. I am, I am horrified that anyone would connect me to an allegation of this kind. Racism has no place in our society. And I am personally disgusted that my name is associated with this complaint. So, you know what? This is exactly why when I'm on the podcast here, I don't diss no teams. I don't diss anybody for any matter. I try to keep everybody informed here because I want my podcast to be a safe space. I really do. I really do. But this is exactly why when I'm podcasting, I don't want to say things that I know I'm going to regret. I really don't want to do that. I'm not I'm not that kind of person, and I don't tend to be. Okay, yes. I will admit, when I was watching the game yesterday, I was a little pissed off. Let me let me rephrase that. I was a little upset that the Bills didn't go for it on fourth and short during the overtime period or whenever it was. Regardless, regardless, what you can what you can notice is that I was really upset with it. Uh, but. I was really upset with what happened, but it's the NFL. It's the hardest sport to win. We got to look forward to next week and correct stuff that we got to correct to play well against our next opponent, the Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday at Highmark Stadium. And we'll keep you going there with a pregame show coming up with, and I'll have information coming up in just a moment. But right now, let's not delay it any further. Ladies and gentlemen, what now? Ladies and gentlemen, after this ad, as we as we go to share the screen here, Mitch Morse. My final thoughts after Mitch Morse. And we set everything up. For right now, let's kick this final, final segment into high gear and hear from Mitch Morse, our last guy to hear from. 
We've heard from Dawson Knox. We heard from Deion Dawkins. We've heard from your quarterback. We heard from Leonard Floyd. We heard from the... We have heard... From... The coach. So that leaves Mitch Morris. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Was there anything you felt like they were doing in the second half that made it more difficult to get drives going, or is it kind of just mistakes, or did anything stand out to you that they did to make uh, it harder? I think Coach, when uh, he broke it down, the team said something about you can't play two opponents being yourself and uh, a very good Jets team. So uh, I think we shot ourselves in the foot more than once, and uh, in the end, the scoreboard showed it. Mitch, what is it about? Josh talked about how He's upset that there was some carryover from last year in terms of the matchup with this defense. Mm. That a lot of the, the execution resembled last year's game. What, we talked about this defense, and what is it that they do that makes it seemingly difficult on you? Well, I think not only do they have the personnel, but they, uh, they execute their game plan extremely well. They play with the tenacity, and they know what they're doing. And, they did well. So for us, it's just uh, moving on to the next week, knowing that um, you know, we'll have an opportunity to play them again and then hopefully uh, make those adjustments. But right now we're focusing on How much week. does it feel like needs to be adjusted? I know you have to look at film and, and I don't know. I'll, I'll look at it and we'll see. I can't answer that right now. I don't think it's fair for anyone. To that point, I can't totally assess offensive line right now, but just communication, this group as a whole. What are your early thoughts on just kind of the first game with this group of guys? I thought we competed. Um, but, you know, even when you compete, you know, mistakes can be made, so for us, uh, keep that competitive edge, but uh, try to mitigate some of those errors and well, little things that can, you know, put us in position to go on third down or, uh, you know, anything we can do to just kind of make sure that tonight doesn't happen again on our end. We'll make sure to correct and do. Was there anything? Wow, okay, so there you have it. There they go, but uh, you know what? Gotta go look at the film and see what you can correct and get corrected quickly. And with all of this being said, time now to put this show on ice and before we do it's time to look at thursday night football vikings at the eagles the vikings coming off of a loss eagles coming off of a win Quickly remind everybody of the final scores. So the Buccaneers beat the beat the beat the Vikings twenty to seven in the Vikings home opener. Sorry, twenty to seventeen, and the Eagles defeated. The New England Patriots 
on the road, 25 to 20. Speaking of the New England Patriots, they will see Tua Tagovailoa and the Roadrunner, Tyreek Hill, next week on Sunday. Be sure to keep your eyes peeled for Dolphins postgame coming up after the game on the Monday ahead of Monday Night Football for week two. That's a double header, as Joe Buck and Troy Eggman mentioned. A double header, which will see the New Orleans Saints take on the Carolina Panthers at 7.15 p.m. And then at 8.15, the game that will be on ABC, the Pittsburgh Steelers go toe-to-toe against the Dog Pound, the Cleveland Browns. Meanwhile, for us, for the Jets, they've got a game on Sunday at 4 p.m. at 4.25 p.m. Eastern. That's against Dak Prescott, CDD Lamb, CD Lamb, and all of those remaining on the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys take on Sauce Gardner and the Jets at 4.25 p.m. Eastern for us. And the next time you'll hear my voice, it will be Saturday after the Blue Jays game. We will get you ready for Buffalo versus Las Vegas. And a quick shout out to my friend of the show, uh, Ryan Talbot. He and Matt will be at the Wingnuts open, grand opening for a great show. I will tune into that actually on the podcast feed after it is gone, after it's been done recording, because I'll be recording for you a pregame show for Raiders and Bills. So shout out to Matt, shout out to Ryan. I hope I hope this event goes well. It's a live event. Shout live from Wingnuts this Saturday night at 6 p.m. Eastern. Ahead of 1 p.m. Eastern Sunday, it's another game day. And the Buffalo Bills taking on the Raiders. We'll have the post-game show for you. A time to be determined on Sunday, but it will come your way on Sunday ahead of, or maybe during, Sunday Night Football. And again, that is the Miami Dolphins taking on the New England Patriots. Dolphins postgame. We'll be back with you Monday after the Sunday night football game. To, And Thomas will be there to break it all down for you. I may join him. We'll see what happens. 
All right, everybody, that'll do it for this edition of the Bills post-game show. So as we go off here off the script, uh, week one is in the books and football is back. I'll be back with you following the conclusion of Bills versus Raiders game. And if we get some time, which I already mentioned, we will have time. We will. We will probably preview. Actually, I should say we will preview. The game on another edition of Bill's pregame the day before the game. But that's going to do it for Bill's postgame for the Bill's postgame show. On the Sports for Beginners podcast. And as we always like to end every every Buffalo Bills content football that we have that we provide on the podcast, this program. I'd like to thank you for listening to Buffalo Bills football on Sports for Beginners. And now, with that all being said, until next time, we'd like to remind you that it is never, ever, ever goodbye. It is until next time. We will see you next week, Bills Mafia. Let's Let's get it corrected. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get stuff corrected. Let's get ready for the Raiders. Raiders, Bills, come Sunday. Raiders and Bills, Sunday on CBS and on Sports for Beginners. We'll have it for you. Let's get going. Let's get stuff corrected. Come on, boys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Sports for Beginners. If you would like to learn more about the show, you can visit the podcast Facebook page or visit the official website. You can also send us an email at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. As we always remind you, it is not goodbye, it is until next time.